the road to the 500 episode continues as this is episode number 491 on the 7th of march 2022 if i had told you 11 years ago when the likes of ashwin and jadeja made their debut that a decade from now ashwin would break the record of kapil dev that is 434 wickets by that time anand kumble already had over 600 wickets but ashwin would go on to break kapil dev's record and jadeja would be termed as the best spinning all-rounder in the last decade you would be laughing you would be saying how can individuals like jadeja and ashwin break record or be declared all-rounders because when they came into the team when they were drafted into the team they were supposed to be only 20 over and 50 over bowlers and when they have transcended that red ball white ball thing it has almost become something which is interesting but we shall talk about that later let's talk about the women's division match and before that whether it's the world cup or the india sri lanka tournament the decision to have 50% crowd it is not awesome so that then better the all rounders as this became the weekend of the all rounders let's start with the women's world cup match against the neighbors well one talks about the middle order muddle in the men's division at how numbers 4 to 6 haven't been doing that well whether it's 50 overs 20 overs 5 days or whatever be the format well i think the women's team has a similar issue and if in the men's division we had the guts to drop the likes of pujara and rahane future hall of famers and why can't the selectors of the women's division say okay harmanpreet kaur and mithali raj have not been contributing the, the way they should yes they have been contributing but in small portions of course we tolerated rahane and pujara but they were averaging around 30 which was not good enough and finally it broke the straw that lack of runs or the lack of whatever the definition of runs is it was the camel that broke the straw and we decided to put them out of the team and also downgrade their contracts well that's on a different day why can't we do the same with two of these individuals because their contributions have not been consistent enough if one more to talk about the balance between the men's and the women's division at 96 for one in around 22 23 overs india looked to get around 270 when the likes of mandana and deepti sharma were doing well on that note i think the elevation of deepti sharma to number 3 position is not only to allow more batters in between number 4 to number 6 it's a direct copy from the way new zealand have drafted an amelia kerr into number 3 but we shall see how much does it work because it then means that few other individuals are not part of the team but this middle order muddle meant that india went from 1 for 96 
to six for one one four, and at that time it looked it's over. It's the same old problem in the women's division numbers four to six, unable to contribute. And then what happened? You're saved by the all-rounders, where the big names in Mithali Raj, Harmanpreet Kaur, Smriti Mandana couldn't contribute more than they should or more than they're expected to. It was the unknown names. So these who are not unknown, but this is a world stage. While you have bilateral tournaments, it's fine. You do well, so you you will earn a name. But when you do it at the World Cup stage, whether it's hockey, cricket, or whatever be the sport, and you do something which is unexpected, that you have a 130 run partnership, and somehow you take the team to 244 or 245, and the moment India somehow scratched and clawed their way or Accelerated their way to 2:45. The game was over for the opposition team because in a women's match, 2:45 is good enough. The way they bowl, I mean, the passes delivery by the by a women's fast bowler is 100 kilometers per hour. That is 60 miles per hour. If that's the speed. and it's a different thing how the women's division works we shall not go into details but the moment india somehow made their way to 244 the opposition team was not going to chase it unless the opposition was new zealand or south africa or west indies or australia if the opposition was new zealand south africa west indies and australia they wouldn't have allowed india to go from 114 for 6 to 7 for 244 that wouldn't have happened in the first place that's how those teams are smart but india somehow made its way to 114 for 6 and once that happened the game was as good as over because the opposition couldn't change chase and india now has a 11-0 record versus a neighboring country as far as the world cups are concerned and that means they get the valuable two points but they have a couple of tough teams that is in new zealand west indies england south africa and australia so they have the next four or five matches which are going to be tough they may get over bangladesh but they have to go through the tougher teams and that will be the most interesting part as i said you were saved by the all rounders if no one knew who was asne rana and apuja vastrakar they would be known now they would be known names of course they may not repeat this in the next match they may not even get a chance to bat in the next match that is something we will never know because that's how things work but now the interesting part is that india got at least three good all rounders Harmanpreet is a decent batter, but she has to change the attitude because when Mithali Raj made nine of thirty-five, everyone can say that she's a slow starter, and then she anchors the team. Well, once upon a time, and Emma Dhoni also did the same, but he never was nine of thirty-five. I think these two individuals, whatever be the situation, they have somehow changed their attitude and be a little more proactive in making runs. the good thing was that they should take a maybe in the next match i would promote a pooja vastakar ahead of harmanpreet that's one way to 
show the attitude by the coach. The coach also has to be proactive. Well, the women's coach is someone whom I don't even know how that individual became a coach, but then you don't have to be talented to become a coach. You just have to play enough games to become a coach. So, yeah, that's the way it works. You don't have to be smart because if, if in the next match, if there's a situation, I would promote a Vastrakar at number four and say, all right, let's give it a shot. Let's promote her. Which means if Haban Preet or Mithali Raj are coming at number six, number seven, doesn't matter. Somehow you have to see what is the situation. Of course, big names and things like that. Well, once upon a time, who knew who was Mithali Raj when she made a debut 23 years ago? So, don't know. But these two have to change their attitude and it has to be done quickly. Otherwise, teams like Australia, South Africa, New Zealand, West Indies will not allow the team to go from situations like 6 for 114 to somewhere to close to 250. And even if it happened, Australia would easily chase down 250. So they have to be smart. So they have got they have gotten away with the first game. And maybe you can think that the International Cricket Board was smart enough to schedule this game to get all the nerves and all the hype going. Though the hype that happens in the India-Pakistan men's division doesn't necessarily replicate in the India-Pakistan women's division match. It never does. And even if there is some kind of promotion for this tournament, it's still a very subdued promotion. It hasn't got that kind of the coverage which the men's division does. No promos, no songs, no theme song. It's as if this tournament is just an obligation which has to happen because that makes everyone happy. And therefore, that's the way things are. But as I said, save by the all-rounders. Let's move on to the men's division. The India-Sri Lanka Test World Cup Game 1. Now, India has won this match by an innings and two to two runs. So the question is, was the opposition weak? Was it a weak surrender? Well, I think no opposition is weak and no opposition surrenders meekly. But then we are judging teams like Sri Lanka harshly because they don't have the big names or the big numbers. No one hardly one can say any Sri Lankan batter is averaging more than 35-36. And we are still obsessed by a few individuals who played once upon a time. Okay, good for the fact that you played once upon a time. We are still stuck in the time walk. We haven't moved away from those individuals. And as I said, if I had told you that the likes of Ashwin and Jadeja were Go, would go on to become all-rounders in the five-day version, breaking records, hitting century. You would say, are you kidding me? Are you seriously kidding me? 11 years ago or 12 years ago, nobody would have believed that. Nobody would have believed that these two and many more, but specifically these two, because these two started as products of the domestic World Cup. They were unknown. When they came into the fold 13 years ago, now they are household name. Everybody knows them and it's difficult to have a team without them. But there was a team without them 
and they will be a team without them and who are the best people to replace ashwin and jadeja so one would say will we have better all rounders when we have well it's a transition period they are still young they're not old but 36 is almost as just like 70 in a normal situation of senior citizenship so i think the likes of washington sundar and aksar patel are the best individuals to replace them will they be able to carry on the job well that depends if we give them enough time we have given these two over a decade they've had their struggles they've had their moments when they were not able to perform up to expected levels so why not give the likes of washington sundar and aksar patel that much time well how much will it work i don't know but the moment india made 574 the game was over one can say that the sri lankan batting is weak they not been able to do the job they don't have the big names i don't know what the term big name means when you start you are a nobody only when you perform 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 and then somehow you are spotlighted highlighted and all you need is one individual saying you are a great batter or a bowler or an all-rounder who was adeja when he made his debut 14 years old just another 18 year old coming into the fold and now who is he a 33 and a half year old all-rounder with 2 and a half thousand one close to 50 wickets nobody knew he could do the job so nobody knows if washington sundar and aksar patel and many more all-rounders can do the job going to be very interesting but i don't agree with the fact that the opposition was a meek surrender that they were bowled out in two consecutive days or they lost 16 wickets in one day it happens it's just that when one you score 500 the other team has to be good enough to even score half of it and that makes a huge difference I wouldn't agree with the term meek surrender or a weak team. Let's say that one team did better than the other. How many times have we seen India lose like this? So that's the difference. Of course, Sri Lanka, the current team, has a couple of good batters and all-rounders. They may have got the team combination wrong. I thought that one spinner was never going to work. So that will be something interesting as to how the whole thing. Pans out in the next match, which is a day and night test match. And as far as the captaincy goes, I think Rohit Sharma is, is on bit of a luck. He's saying he won his first test as a captain. I can tell you, so did MS Dhoni 14 years ago. So did Virat Kohli. Or his first match as a full-time captain, it was a draw, whatever you want to call it. And Rohit Sharma is just like Rahul Dravid. Once Gangly was not. Uh, out of the team 16 years ago he is only a fill in captain his contract is not going to go beyond 2023 and for him he will be judged by if he is if along with his team he is able to guide them to winning the three world championships the 20 over world championship 50 over world championship and the test championship and if he comes close if they can beat the final but are not able to get to that trophy not get that silver in their hands no matter how much we respect virat kohli or tendulkar or ganguly the thing is these three individuals were not they are being judged okay they, they have made millions of runs which is fine and there has been a dip in form and centuries have been lacking 
but they are judged by the fact that they have never won a world championship in their tenure either as a player or as a captain tendulkar did it but as a player and he was lucky enough to play till the time he played he should have not played beyond a certain time but that was tendulkar and nobody would ever dare say drop tendulkar even if tendulkar was 50 years old and fit enough he would say let's get him back in the team he was of course you don't get him back in because you retire and also all those things happen but if somehow a 50 year old were to have some energy he would be in the team if things went certain ways so we are always going to judge kohli on the fact that he did not win a single championship he got it close in the in the world cups but it doesn't matter if you don't reach the knockout stage and you don't win eventually it doesn't matter what you do before as i said just because you win all the group games doesn't mean that you will eventually win the championship because the momentum you carry there will be a time when the team will run out of gas there will be a slight you can you will see the fatigue on the players faces whatever be the sport it's a group game if somehow we saw what happened in the world cup we saw a certain team winning all their group game but what happened in the final they came against a decent team a good opposition and they did not go to the final everyone thought you win the group game you win the world cup if that's the case well then why do you need the final and the semi final the team which tops the group should just be handed the trophy just like that so it doesn't work that way i have seen enough very few teams are able to win all the group games or all the round robin games and then go to the semi finals continue the momentum go to the final and win even new zealand lost a bit of momentum when they lost in the finals because they had won six games but the momentum was always going to work against them and that's the way things work so we may praise rohit sharma for winning this game or winning 12 20 over matches in a row but these will be forgotten very soon if he doesn't have that trophy not one trophy but three trophies he and the current coach david will be judged as were the previous coach and captain and the people before them on the basis of winning the world cups and and i said not just one three of them three of them in the space of 18 months the 20 over world cup in 7 months time the 50 over world cup in around 15 months time the test world cup that's fact that you have reached the finals so of course you know you have to build momentum here you have to win matches so that will be a slightly different way of going but eventually you did reach the finals but then you were screwed by the weather you was you were well betrayed by a lot of things as far as the finals were concerned a lot of things happened which were wrong but there's no use going into those discussions so end of 2023 the selectors must have told these two if you don't win the world cup or at least come close then you may see a new captain of course you may win these small small bilateral stuff but it doesn't matter if you don't win the main thing and that's how we judge players i am not judging them but the people who influence 
judge because the media can media are in favor of Rohit Sharma once upon a time they loved Kohli for his brilliant performances once he did not win the three world cups he is not in favor and suddenly Rohit Sharma is the blue eyed boy the baby face he's not he's not exactly a baby face but he's put on that pedestal of baby face but by the end of 2023 if he doesn't let's let's say he wins one out of two or two out of three that will be good enough but the expectations and the pressure to win all three will always be there so why these small small ballet tournaments are just to build the momentum eventual world cup will make a lot of difference anything can happen in seven months you don't know what will happen in seven months but three world cups are around the corner same is for hockey same is for the women's world cup happening right now they're going to judge juran goswami and mithali raj despite whatever they have contributed so far on the best of winning the world cup they came close twice at least they have done 90% of the job so far but that's not enough it's not enough in sports you don't win the attitude of the people and of course the solo media the print media and everyone who writes in the column who have this ego who themselves didn't win one match in their entire career those who write in the column but expect the current lot to win all the matches and that's the way we look at things and that's the way he will always look at things so while this match was interesting rohit sharma has had his share of luck one can say that maybe he never captained in the domestic game it doesn't matter the he was captaining a team in which everybody knew what they were supposed to do nobody was novel there were no new bowlers ashwin jadeja knew what they had to do when they were given the ball shami bumrah knew what they had to do when they were given the ball they also knew that they were not bowl too much all the owners would be on the spinners so all he had to do was okay here's the ball take wickets more than that you can't do anything so he has been given a team which has already been battle hardened forged and fire if it was a new team and if it was a team with new spinners fresh spinners who have never done it in 20 overs it doesn't matter in in the five day matches it matters a little bit so he's got a team which is already who know what to do so it doesn't matter who the leader is sometimes the leader is just for the sake of having an individual who can make a few decisions one can say that if you win a brilliant captaincy if you lose then there are a lot of negatives to look at and of course all the pseudo commentators said was everybody got start but nobody was able to convert that's the obsession with hundreds it is not going away you going to keep comparing certain individuals the previous individuals the current one with the next lot and then who knows what will happen so this comparison this number obsession this data obsession is not going away human mind works for data human mind is obsessed about data and it will never shed that tag of being obsessed about data because data is the way you judge someone averages and such things will always be in the center of a conversation some things don't go away no matter what happens and now we are obsessed with the term modern and now because of the lack of quality of good commentators who focus on the game rather than being obsessed with 
the statistics of the players, which is unfortunate, but that's the way it is because when you concentrate on the statistics of the players, it means you lack quality, you don't have the gift of the gap, and you're lucky enough to be even there because the broadcasters don't want to spend a fortune on good quality commentators and so-called experts who will squeeze the budget from them. So how do you save budget? You get individuals who will be happy to do the job at one-tenth the price of a normal commentator and that's the way things work and that's the way the broadcasters are smart enough to deal with this So this ends episode number 491 on the 7th of March 2022 and I will be back with episode number 492 on the 9th of March 2022 and while you wait for the next episode what should you do you should put these legendary books in your must read books column once again you should put these legendary books in your must read books column.